Hi there, this is Bradley Magumura. Thanks for joining this week's installment of Musing with Magooms. I've got some nuggets, laughs, and interesting questions coming up. Enjoy. Hello everyone. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. And today we're actually going to be talking about self-pity and battling against feeling sorry for yourself. I'm sure all of us have had experiences or situations where we find ourselves feeling sorry for ourselves. That is essentially what self-pity is all about. It's when we are preoccupied with our own troubles that we end up in a state of feeling sorry for ourselves. It's important to know that self-pity is not equated to depression in and of itself. A depressed person can be found in a position of pitying themselves, but feeling sorry for yourself is not equal to being depressed. If you do find yourself having some mental health problems or not functioning at your best mentally from a prolonged point of view, um, then my advice would be that you go talk to a loved one or maybe talk to someone you feel can help you, preferably someone older, a safe space. And if that's not possible, or no difference is actually made by these conversations, then I would advise that you go see a therapist before self-diagnosing as depressed. Anyway, when we're talking about self-pity, many things come across my mind, and usually I associate self-pity with stress. Because... Stress is a common contributor to self-pity and many people, myself included, we try to address stress in order to tackle any problems with self-pity. However, a lot of self-pity is a manifestation of a need for validation. This need, whether good or bad, comes from our expectation of certain outcomes to occur in our lives for one reason or the other self-pity happens and it's part of the huge spectrum of emotions that contribute to the experience of being human whilst it's important to acknowledge that this can and does happen it's also important to avoid getting into the cycle of feeling this way feeling sorry for yourself frequently because um obviously it's not easy to avoid self-pity completely but the least we can actually do is we when you find yourself feeling for yourself when life gets rough it's best to try and minimize the length of time that you find yourself in this frame of mind so doing some research there's this clinical psychologist dr wayne pernell who said that um, self-pity is not something that a tub of ice cream or conversations with good friends will solve overnight. Some people stress eat, um, myself included. So it's, it's something that I've noticed that if things are tough or whatever, I find myself looking to go have comfort food. And here, the psychologist is actually talking about how the comfort food and the shortcuts that we may try to take are not enough to actually 
get rid of the problem as quick as we'd like this problem to go away. And it actually takes time and practice to get rid of the habit of feeling sorry for yourself. Because what usually happens is once you start getting into the cycle of feeling sorry for yourself, everything you're seeing in life is framed using that lens, the lens of bad things happen to me or things out of my control keep happening to me and the outcomes of these things are usually negative. So it's it's, it's very important for us to actually come to the realization that life happens. And what do I mean by life happens? The good, the bad, the ugly and great all have their season to visit us. Sometimes we actually don't get to experience all the seasons in the same length of time. Sometimes you're actually going to have the good way more than you're going to have the bad. For some people, they're going to have the ugly happen to them more than the other times. And when we experience these seasons longer than other people around us are experiencing them, when it looks like you just keep on getting burned. You just need to realize that life happens and a time is going to come when that season is over and you get into another season. Uh, so sometimes we experience one season longer than the next person will. And that's just life. We're all different. It's important for us to realize and accept that as human beings, our relationships with people will also be different. People will love you, honor you, hate you, betray you, and sometimes see you only as an opportunity instead of seeing you as a human being. Some people will actually use you to promote themselves. Some people will see you as a stepping stone. But in all of this, it is important to realize and never forget that you are worthy you are enough and you are blessed. The biggest problem which arises from self-pity is the victim mentality that it actually fosters and it causes. And this victim mentality grows. And what happens with the victim mentality is that it will lead to an eventual energy suck. So now you don't have energy to do anything. You don't have energy when times are calling you to be happy when thing, when good things are happening in your life you also don't even have the energy to be able to appreciate you don't have the energy to be present in your life and life passes you by so you may actually be tempted to feel that there's actually no point because if all it ever makes you feel is that nothing ever goes your way when you're feeling sorry for yourself the next plausible thing is that there's no point in even trying to solve your problems. So you're tempted now to feel that there's no point in living anymore. Because of self-pity, someone out there has actually taken their head out of the game voluntarily. You actually could be listening to me right now. And I empathize with you. Because there are times when... It's a very valid reasoning to think and feel that, mm, let me actually just leave it. I've kept on 
approaching life in a good faith standpoint and I've done enough but I keep finding myself in messes the messes I'm trying to avoid and all the bad that's there if maybe you believe in karma and you're saying no I just want to live a good life so that good things happen to me but you then find yourself sitting there and you're doing good but good isn't coming your way there are times where you might feel like giving up and you then come to a point where you say you know what um let me actually just stop betting let me stop playing because at least when i stop betting when i stop trying to have lofty goals when i stop trying to be a go-getter i never have to feel what it feels like to lose because the feeling of losing is a bad feeling i know for myself ah I'm, I'm i'm a sore loser and i don't like losing and i want to avoid that feeling as much as possible so if someone takes this line of thought and if had so many bad things happen to them you could actually potentially find yourself saying okay i'm just going to stop trying and that's where they talk about how indifference is like one of the most dangerous things that just being indifferent can be one of the most dangerous things and situations you can find yourself being in but the thing is it's actually really the case that it's actually really the case that you sit down and you see that no um good faith is rewarded or acting in good faith is rewarded because your feelings whilst they're valid are not actually a true reflection of the bigger picture because sometimes um we see we see life and we get jealous or we get into situations where things are just tough man and you look around and you see supposedly wicked people prospering or not even supposedly you could actually be seeing wicked people prospering and getting away with it um if you read in the bible in psalms chapter 73 verse 3 and 4 you actually find the psalmist also talking about this where he says um i envied the arrogant when i saw the prosperity of the wicked they have no struggles their bodies are healthy and strong but the thing is here the writer is stating an observation he's made and he's also letting us into knowing how he feels and how he feels is jealousy and sometimes self pity actually comes from jealousy um i'd also further go and say it's a cry for help to some extent because the wicked are doing well and the fact that the writer is jealous implies that his life is not going as well as it could be or it's not going on as well as the wicked people he's envious of a closer look at the statement is that the psalmist oversimplifies and makes a huge judgment call we all have struggles so you can't say that i've looked at the wicked and their prosperity and have them having no struggles we all have struggles just because the grass looks greener on the other side doesn't necessarily mean that it actually is this could be things actually could be nice from far but the closer you get on close inspection you see that they're actually far from nice This is a classic case of 
self-pity being the result of jealousy. Think about it. Imagine you, you've you gone through school. I'm sure we've everyone listening has been in the situation where you're studying hard and you're working hard to achieve things. You're studying or maybe you're at work. You're working hard. You're doing diligent, honest work. And whilst you're doing all of this to the best of your ability, you still fail to reach your targets. And to add salt to your wounds, you actually then see that no, other people took shortcuts. And they took shortcuts or cheated their way through life. And after they've done that, you find these people getting the grades you wanted to get, getting the promotion you wanted to get. Um, their life just looks like it's flourishing. They're getting everything that you wanted and more. Such situations have had me question whether there's any justice in the world, just like the psalmist. It's very easy that you think this way and your thoughts spiral and turn into a state of feeling sorry for yourself or me feeling sorry for myself. What I do love is that the psalmist did not end the text at verse 4. If you read further and you get to verse 23 to 28, um, he actually says, But yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. And he says, It is good to be near God. Another example we can look at is the prophet Jonah, who also found himself in a situation where he felt sorry for himself. And not just sorry for himself, he also felt angry. And why was this? Because God had chosen to forgive the people of Nineveh. So the story of Jonah is an interesting one because initially he actually never wanted to go to Nineveh because of how wicked the people were. Then he ends up going there through some divine means and things happen. And you then find that these wicked people who'd done wicked in the sight of the Lord and impacted other people negatively are forgiving. And what Jonah forgets is how God has also forgiven him and given him many chances day after day. His enemies now get forgiveness and he decides to be angry. So God then comes in Jonah 4 verse 4 to respond to him and ask him, have you any right to be angry? The cure of self-pity is to quit looking inward. It's not all about you or me. Self-pity at its heart is self-centered. Also quit looking around at others. Someone else always has it far better. Someone else is always going to have it far worse. Psalm 37 verse 1 and 2 says, Do not fret because evil men will be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. So God will take care of it all when the time comes. And if your self-pity is as a result of self of a lack of validation, remember that you're valuable. Your life was bought with the most precious price ever. God will take care of everything eventually. Rather than looking forward or looking inward or outward, we ought to be looking upward. This is the one and only way to rid ourselves of the self-pity problem and truly be happy. In conclusion, I will leave you with Psalms chapter 17, or Psalms chapter 37, sorry, verse 3 to 4, which says, Trust in the Lord and do good.
Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Have a blessed week and until next time, Magoom's out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Musing with Magooms. I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen and I look forward to engaging with you. Please tweet me or DM your thoughts via Instagram or Twitter at underscore magooms on all social media or you can email me at musingwithmagooms at gmail.com. Thank you again to everyone who listened to last week's episode. If you missed it, then please check it out. Lastly, if you enjoyed this week's episode, please subscribe. I promise I'll be super grateful. And if you're feeling super kind, then please leave a review and rate the podcast on the platform you're using. This will help grow the podcast and hopefully we can have more people listening. When you leave your review, please also leave your social media handle so that I can follow you and we can chat via DMs for future programming suggestions. Have a great week and I look forward to seeing what the next week has in store for us. Magoom's out. Thank you.